Hello, everybody. So, I had a plan to go on with this Wednesday night thing, and of course, last night I get woke up in the middle of the night, and I have creeping crud and all kinds of stuff, so I'm probably not going to go very long, but I hate to put up something and then not do anything about it, so. Yes, there is rum in there. <clears throat> Sue me. Rum and Coke. Yes, I know it's the the drink of champions, and I don't care. Uh, so I got on Twitter and uh, made a bit of an ass of myself, as you do. But I, I just got irritated at uh, what I was seeing here. And I just am not a fan of how people are normalizing problems. How they revel in their emotional incontinence. And where I saw this was let me let me uh let me bring this screen up for you here. Here we go. DreamWorks normalizing panic attacks is something very special to me. And I got irritated. I was like, why would you why why would you think that is good? Like normalizing panic attacks. Panic attacks are not normal. I says, you know, what what are they gonna normalize next? Are they gonna normalize suicide, which I guess they are in Canada. Hey, Hammond. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, Twitter is not a, you know, I said panic attacks should not be normalized. They should be treated. And, of course, everybody jumped on me, you know. Um, and, and I get it. I, I, you know, it's not the best place to have these kinds of arguments. But it's emotional incontinence, this, this, this way of people expressing and reveling and wearing their their emotional damage like a badge of honor like the, the, we don't we don't want to try to fix these things we don't want to overcome these things we want to show it as some sort of moral good to be a, a, a mental a basket case and that's what kind of got me irritated because it's like nothing there's so much that's not very aspirational in the way they do movies now. And that's, I think, why people are not responding to all this woke stuff because most of the woke stuff, there's a lot of you're awesome the way you are, you, you don't need to change, everybody else needs to accept you for what you are, even though you're a self-destructive basket case that's just messing up your own life. And messing up the lives around you, you think that this is some sort of something that should be celebrated. And that's what I... Now, maybe this guy didn't mean it that way. And this was about Puss in Boots. I don't know if I haven't watched Puss in Boots. I, I don't... I think I tapped out of Shrek after... I might have watched four. I don't remember. Is that the one where we went back in time, maybe? I don't know. But I, I was like... Why are we, why, why is this a thing that we want to, 
you know, celebrate. And, and you know, it's the overcoming of those things, this is overcoming of problems, overcoming of internal or external problems and obstacles, um, you know, taking those negative things out of our lives and either, you know, conquering them or at least, you know, making it so they are no longer an impediment is the aspirational way of thinking. And so many of the movies don't do that. They, they try to, they try to revel in it and, and people are not responding. Now you take something like Top Gun Maverick where they made all the money and clearly that has a much more aspirational tone to it, a much more overcome the problems, overcome the, the issues, learn how to, to do things better than what you did. And I, I, I don't know if it's this emotional thing that we play nowadays that everybody wants to be emotional. They want to wallow in their emotions and they, they take every problem and they they air it out over social media. They talk about it forever and they just used to be... They, I mean, you know, we can't shame anything now. You know, you can't be... You, you, you can't be fat and say, well, try to be thinner. you got to say, no, no, you're body shaming. I can be as fat as I want. And then they end up, you know, dying at 35 of diabetes and a heart condition. Um, it's more important that we, we don't make people feel bad about th- their various issues. And, of course... I'll, you know, a lot of the responses I got, it's like, well, they're finally saying it's okay to be scared. I'm like, what movie says it's not okay to be scared? What piece of entertainment doesn't pound that into our heads to tell everybody how it's okay to be scared? The good movies say, courage is saying, yes, you feel scared and you do the thing anyway. You overcome the fear. But I can't think of any movie that acts like a, you know... A high school bully telling you you're just a big pussy if you're scared. There's nothing good about it. like I I can't think of a single movie that preaches that. They act like finally it's okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? Which which TV show or movie has ever done that? I mean, other than you know, I mean, nothing mainstream and nothing has been successful. That's for certain. So that got me irritated, and that got you know, and and I just. I, I, you know, and a lot of this, a lot of the people when they speak or when they come back at me like this, this is where I got into some of this robotic verbal diarrhea that just comes out of their mouths that just is not even, uh, it's not even real. And it, and it, 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 maybe they are bots. That's the, that's the problem. I really don't know anymore. It could be bots, but I mean, I hear these things of the, the the bingo card, you know, colonizing structural bias, post past trauma, uh, everything's rooted in something, you know. The bad things are rooted in something else, right? Uh, there's not enough diversity. There's not enough. There's the gender binary. All these things systemic. Oh, they love the word systemic. And I just you know when I look at being in the mental, you know, celebrating all the mental problems and then listening to all these these buzzwords. And just, you know, you kind of come to the conclusion that the very basic foundation of the left, progressive, woke, 
whatever, you know, we have our own buzzwords too, you know. I, I get so t- sick of people, you know, soy boy, and, uh, you know, and, uh, do what, I, I mean, we overuse plenty of our own. Um, and I understand there's a shorthand to it. You got to, you know, sometimes you, you got to do that. But my point is, is that all of these words on the left, all these buzzwords and everything really just come down to one thing and, and one thing only. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. All the problems, all the pain, all the things in my life are somebody else. I have no weaknesses and I am perfect. And anybody tells me I'm not perfect or, or challenges me or makes me do anything different in my life that would improve it, but maybe be uncomfortable, um, is verboten. Can't do it anymore. Can't, you know. And so this idea that criticism or problems that you might have in your life that, that nobody can bring them up you know, nobody can say well maybe you ought to change your behavior um, and that you won't accept that and you'll wallow in whatever self-destructive path you've gone down it's not helping anybody this is this is you know sooner or later all these people are hitting walls of some sort they're going to hit a wall and you're just delaying the inevitable and making sure that the wall that they hit is going to be way bigger than than it needed to be because everybody's so afraid of hurting everybody else's feelings and i don't find that compassionate or nice at all uh i find that awful and uh yeah hammond's hammond you're going you're blowing me up here let me let me uh, I don't want to ignore you here. Uh, trauma pays tons of social currency. Yeah, and it shouldn't. We we should. There's nothing compassionate about any of this. And for some people, I mean, some of this trans stuff, it's not. It's it's predatory. That's the worst part about it. But then when Hollywood, who let's face it, that's a predatory organization in and of itself. Um, ask ask Rose McGowan. Ask uh, Corey Feldman. Ask God knows how many people who've been through all kinds of shit. Any anybody who's dealt with Harvey Weinstein, um, they use all these things to 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 be predatory, and it's just it's it's unfortunately coming out in all the entertainment movies. None of the very very few. There are a few. Very, very few of these movies anymore are aspirational about overcoming obstacles, about the person looking in himself and saying, I can do better. These things are my problem and I can fix them. We're, we're, we're not telling people that. And so then the people believe, and why wouldn't they, that they do have no power over their own lives. And it's like, but you do. You have more power over your own life than you, than you give yourself credit for. You can make the choices, and if you're willing to take the consequences of those choices, and remember that some choices are good, some choices are bad. And if you learn from the bad, and you're willing to do that, and you have a good foundation under you, you can, you can. People could do way more than what they think they can. And I'm not saying that everybody could be a rock star. Everybody could be, you know, a, a superstar, um, actor or whatever, but. You can be, you can have a healthy, good life where people love you. And that's, I, I mean, the older I get, the more junk I accumulate, the more I just want to get rid of stuff, the more I realize I don't need anything. It's like the only thing that matters to me anymore is, 
is time because it's the only thing I can't buy more of. It's the only thing I can't extend. There's, I can't get it back. I can't find more time under the couch cushions. I'm, I'm done. The time is gone. I can make more money, but I can't make more time. And and you know the the children that I had and that I knew they they're gone now. They're replaced by these thinking, functioning adults. And of course, I love these thinking, functioning adults, but I will never have those children again. Um, and yeah, again, it's the way of life, but I mean, you know, the, the time that we have is just precious and to be wasting it, wallowing and continuing to self-destruct and continuing to harm ourselves and, and never use that time to improve and get past these things and then have everybody else celebrate these issues that you have it's wasting so much life and so much time that you'll never get back and these damn movies aren't doing anything to improve that and so while I wasn't very eloquent in my Twitter um, it, it does bug me when I see you know celebrating the weakness instead of the strengths which Shrek had the one where he signed some contract with, I think, Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah, I think that was the last one. I, I don't know. That was Shrek 4, Mike Myers Needs a New Yacht. Uh, I don't know. Um, the NPC meme is real. Yeah, it, it is real. And that's where... And, and the reason why it's real is because from day one, there are so many people who are inundated with nothing but people who want to control them in some way, shape, manner, or form. Consume, consume, consume. Be a part of the state. Nothing against the state. Be a part of the group. And and people who will take advantage of them and give them nothing that will make them self-reliant. Because if they're self-reliant, then, you know, they don't need the state. They don't need you. And, and so you have this predatory and prey class that are just feeding off of each other. And the NPCs are the prey that they're just fed off of by the media, politicians, the Hollywood, academia, all of them. Corporate, especially corporations. I mean, Pfizer, I mean, that, that's a... Those people should be put in jail. But, yeah, I mean, it, I... I I get irritated at the NPCs, but the reason why I get so irritated is because I just want them to start thinking for themselves. And, of course, they immediately say, oh, you're just a MAGA. You're just one of the MAGAs. I hate it when they use MAGA as a noun. It's like, I know you're in the cult now. But it's like, this isn't about voting for somebody. I mean, my whole life does not revolve around who's in the White House, and it shouldn't for you either. Why does it? Why does everything come down to some sort of weird us against them all the time. What, what does that do for your life? How are you enjoying any of this? Why do you accept the lies and defend the lies? Why do you do that? I don't get it. Uh, you just hate that people exist. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what is, I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. I, I want people to exist and be able to be their best selves, have the freedom to choose what they want. And they're just getting lied to. They're being they're being given the illusion of this choice as they're getting lied to and groomed and, and put into positions that 
they even go so far as mutilating themselves. And it's just like, how is that? Yeah, they exist, but what a miserable existence. They don't seem to be happy about anything. Cult recruitment relies heavily on convincing people they've been traumatized. They prey on emotionally unstable people and present the cult political parties being a saver. Yeah, it's much more succinct than my rambling, incoherent nonsense. But thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. Uh, not a great movie. Rumpelstiltskin was a cool character. Aside. Yeah, he was okay. Um, I mean, it was a, you know, what was it? it was a wonderful life, right? I mean, that's basically what it was. What would it be like if you'd never been born? And, you know, he has to figure out how to get back and all that. It, it was, it was okay, I guess. I I don't know. I think just Shrek had worn itself out by then. Uh, it seems as if the spoiled children that were never told no have grown up and created this whole woke crap as a shield from adult responsibility, a harsh objective reality. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, they've turned the word adult into a verb, right? They say, "Oh, adulting is hard." I'm like, "Adulting is not that hard." I don't want to go back to being a kid again. I don't want to, well, I mean, you know, would I like to be younger and not, you know, old and waking up three times a night to take a piss? Yeah, that would be nice. But as far as, you know, my brain and what I can do and where I'm at and the things I know, I don't want to go back to that naive moron I used to be. That's that's crazy. Um, and And I don't understand where this is coming from. I mean, it, you know, it didn't come out of nowhere. This has been going on for years, right? Decades. And, you know, you have to start with them young and you keep doing this until they, you know, turn 20 and then they're out there screaming and breaking. And, and you know, people who feel powerless, this is what they do. At the, at the end of the day, anybody like the Antifa or the, the Black Lives Matter, and I'm talking about the rank and file, the ones that get used to do all the crimes and probably either end up um, maybe they get maybe they get arrested, but even if they don't, they end up burning down their own neighborhoods. And now they don't have any place to shop or anything, and then they then they're even more upset because of the things that they used to have. Or there's even more things getting taken away from them. They think they're fighting the good fight. They're just hurting themselves. It's like, well, if you don't know anything else, if there's if and and if you are so programmed to actively reject anything that might give you a different message. I mean, how would you act? I, I, you know, serious question. How would you act? I mean, probably similar, same way. I can't say that I would be so awesome at it. I just got lucky enough to be told I got to do stuff on my own, think on my own. You know, my parents weren't there to help me every minute of the way. I try to do that for my kids. I think they've done okay. But, you know, it's like, that's not the message that's going out to so many, and I, it's rich and poor, white, black, everybody. And there's so many that are that are on this one side of where <coughs> it's everybody else's fault and not yours. So that irritated me, but maybe we could talk about something nicer. Um, let's see. I should bring up the website, and I can look at the the news. Oh, this uh, I did. I did like this. This is um, this is uh, AI. And I've been seeing these happen around. This is a an AI made picture, and then people are saying it's the new Cronenberg movie or something like that. Um, 
with David Cronenberg's movie Galaxy of Flesh uh, from 1985. This is not real people. This is not a real movie. This never happened. It's just um, AI created. But but I gotta admit, I, I would watch that. That looks that looks awesome. <laughs> and I I I mean the imagery is amazing. I I just I have no idea what I'm looking at here. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this is, you know, our AI overlords, they are some sick mothers. Uh, what's this one? We got this one. Look at that. A, a briefcase full of lungs, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's just, oh, it's just so creepy. And I've been seeing this. So one guy did another one I saw where it was like um, RoboCop as a medieval thing. And then he made the AI pictures, and so they did RoboCop, but it was like Sir RoboCop, and uh, you know the the Clarence Boddicker character is a is an evil lord or something like that. And it just it was great. And up I thought, okay, it's kind of getting scary here because I don't know what this AI is going to do to movies, um, and people are probably going to believe this stuff, even though it is not a real movie in any shape, manner, or form. I do have concerns. I, I will admit, buy, buy hard copies of the movies because they're going to do the, all these little tweaks and AI things, and the kids are going to watch the movie for the first time. It's going to be different. They won't know that it's different, and they won't have the original copy in their hands to prove that this is not what came out you know I mean they've already done it to Star Wars Star Wars is so bastardized the original Star Wars and I'm not just talking about like Han Shop first I mean there's all the obvious stuff right the cleaned up special effects and things like that but there's like little little of things one of them is, is like when they when they they get, they get captured they get put on the Death Star they hide and then they get the stormtrooper clothing, and then when they go up to the to the room where they kind of hole up for a bit to get in that room, they have to shoot a couple of guys. And when they shoot them, there's like a little bit of flame that comes out, and the guy falls over. And they've cut out like thirty frames of that to make it look not quite as burny, and so you don't see as much of the flame and stuff. And you would if you didn't. No, like I, I probably wouldn't have noticed as much as I know that film up and down. I still probably wouldn't have noticed that if there wasn't something on um, YouTube where somebody compared, did a lot of comparisons between the original and the special edition. And that's on the Blu-ray. You know, if I want the original, I have to get the the despecialized edition. Um, you know, out on the high seas. I mean, it's not an official release, but it's the only way. And I gotta wonder how many other movies are are falling to this. I I I mean, some of it is good, like Aliens, with with the director's cut. James Cameron's director's cut of Aliens is is better than the original, and it adds some things. I don't believe it takes anything away, but it just fleshes out Ripley's character a little bit. Adds 
uh, the thing where her daughter had passed away. She'd grown old and passed away while she was in cryosleep all that time. And then that left, a, you know, a, an emptiness with her. And so her finding Newt, it, it, it really it reinforced that whole mother-daughter thing. Not that it was, you know, wasn't there before, but it, it all that little stuff helped. And so I'm not, I'm not against doing director's cuts and things like that, but some of these little subtle things that they do... And then other things like, you know, Blade Runner, how many cuts does it have? Like five or six? I don't know which one is, you know, which one is the correct one or which one is the one that came out in theaters. If you have them all available to you and, and, and they're very transparent about it, I guess I don't, I don't mind. But I think with Star Wars where they just cut out like 30 frames so it didn't look quite as violent. I think they did the same thing when they got to the detention block and they were shooting up the detention block. I'm like, okay, is this something that's really necessary? Do we really have to to do this sort of thing? I, I don't know. So, yeah, these these kinds of things, this AI stuff, it 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 gets more and more worrisome because you don't know. Like, if, if you were there at the beginning, you know what's real and what's not. Like, I was there in 85. I know that movie doesn't exist. But other people, you know, these younger kids, they're not going to know. Somebody could tell me some movie was made in the 40s. I Okay. I wouldn't know if it was done right. Um, and, and the more we, we tear apart and obfuscate the facts and screw around with history, the worse... Uh, we're we're gonna lose something. We're gonna we we're not gonna know what's real, and what's not, and this this managing of the message of facts of history, of movies, all this entertainment. I, I, I it frightens the hell out of me. Uh, I hope that we can somehow manage to to keep the truth always there, no matter what it is, and and make that work. But I don't know. It's a little scary. So anyway, that's about a half hour, and because my throat is a mess, I'm probably going to leave it there. Uh, just a couple things I wanted to yammer about. I'm going to try to do this on Wednesday nights, though, um, and hopefully if you if you can't come to the Sunday ones, um, you'll be there uh, on the Wednesday ones. And also, there may not be a Sunday one this Sunday coming up on the 21st, is that right? 22nd. Not be there on January 22nd, um, so we may not have a live stream that day, but we'll be back in the following weekend. Um, until then, just remember, we are lastmovieoutpost.com. We are have all the latest in movie news, streaming news, and everything cool about film. We are the cool news now. You can reach me at DrunkenYoda1 or DrunkenYoda at lastmovieoutpost.com. And... We hope to see you on the next stream, and thank you very much if you were here and for watching. And, of course, if you watch us later, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and uh, let people know about us. We'd really appreciate it. Take care, and I'll see you on the next stream.